I'm Stu Whiffin. And I'm Adam Richardson. And not only are we the editors of Pod Bible Magazine, we're also your hosts for the Pod Bible Podcast. The podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. It doesn't get more meta than that, right? Hello and welcome to the 17th episode in a row of the Pod Bible Podcast. My name is Adam Richardson. I'm Stu Whiffin. And before you get stuck into episode 17, there's 16 other episodes featuring the likes of who we had on, Ed Gamble, Johnny Vaughan. I'm just going to leave it to you to try and remember. No, all sorts of great Jenny guests. Jenny Falconer, Kate Thornton. Dan Schreiber from No Such Thing as a Fish. We had the Birthday Girls, Drunk Standard Women Solving issue. Crime, Standard Issue. I'll tell you what we've had on. We've had on all your favourite podcasters. Yeah. Telling you all about their podcast and all their favourites. Who we got coming on today? Today we have some brilliant guests and we're going to start off with uh, somebody who puts together one of my favourite podcasts. He's been... So prolific uh, over the years. It is Stuart Goldsmith talking about Comedian's Comedian. Right, we are here with Stuart Goldsmith from The Comedian's Comedian. How are you, Stuart? I'm very well, thank you. So, yes, Stuart, The Comedian's Comedian. It's the name of my podcast, but people often refer to me or kind of introduce me, please welcome The Comedian's Comedian himself. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. (laughs) Like the point of that name is I wanted to name the show something kind of archetypal and timeless. And obviously, if you're a comedian's comedian, and funnily enough, in America, the phrase is a comics comic, and I didn't know that. So Mm -hmm. when I Googled Comedian's Comedian, I didn't think to Google comics comic, and there is actually a a sort of... in. I don't know quite what it is. It's, sort of, it's not a podcast. It's kind of a, a blog and comedy uh, newsletter right. in the States called The Comics Comic. And I met the guy and we were both a bit sheepish. <laughs> it was really <laughs> yeah, funny. Um, but yes. So uh, you're not claiming to be the comedian's comedian. My God, clear. no. Uh, this is absolutely not any kind of a, a status <laughs> grab whereby I want to be known as that. So no, the, the podcast itself is The Comedian's Comedian because the idea of it is that mm. it's a series of very in-depth interviews with some of the best comedians in the world and some of some comics you'd never heard of that I particularly rate or champion. And uh, I talk to them in depth about their their creative process, their mental health, their development, how they cope with being alive, those sorts of things. Um, lots of those are now quite sort of popular topics, but um, I'm not claiming yeah. to have got there first, but I hope I help popularise them. So when did it all start? Eight years ago. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, something like, well, I've been saying seven years for so long that it's probably eight years. I think yeah. <laughs> I looked at the original hosting recently and it said eight years, but it's only eight years by the time we get to a certain month in this year. Who knows? Seven or eight years. Yeah, because you're over 300 episodes. I'm now. over 300 episodes. Occasionally there are breaks, like um, every so often I'll go, right, I'm going on holiday for a month and I won't do any. But uh, yeah, it's it's pretty consistent. And between a trip to the Montreal Comedy Festival, Just for Laughs, uh, just before Edinburgh, and then recording mm. a bunch of content at Edinburgh, I get to very smugly sit there in early September and go, I've got 11 episodes in the can. That's nearly three months without having to talk to anybody about jokes. Um, yeah, fantastic. Even within that time, I then start going, oh, I'm on I'm on tour in a town near where this guy's on tour at the moment. Maybe I'll try and catch up with him while we're there. And, you know, I'm always kind of beavering away. And, and does that 
sort of linked to how or why you decided to start the podcast? Were you having these kind of conversations just backstage generally and thinking this would be a great podcast or I'd love people to hear these conversations? It was, I never thought this would be a great podcast. I don't think, I mean, I must have done because I did bother podcasting them. But, <laughs> but initially they were literally a tool for me to get better at comedy. It was a combination yeah. of things. I used to have interesting conversations with other comics and mm. think, these are fascinating. I love these. I talk about comedy all day. I love it. I obsess about it. And in all honesty, I didn't realise that most other comics don't necessarily obsess about it or they <laughs> obsess about it in different ways. I'm quite analytical and I don't think all comics are as analytical as I am. That came as quite a surprise. But mm. so part of it was thinking these conversations exist. I love having them. It'd be good to have more of them. Part of it was thinking... I love it when you're a you know a new squit and a headliner casually drops something in passing and you go oh what was that what did he say where do you yeah. put the punch what acts as a fulcrum what why shouldn't you say hello at the beginning of your set I love all that <laughs> stuff I love I love not gaming the system but I love an exploded diagram of comedy and trying to work out how it all works and then part of it was comics are often interviewed uh, present company excluded terribly badly. I, I did a reality show in 2010-ish in yeah. which we were interviewed constantly, supposedly about the art of comedy writing or the craft of it, but it wasn't really about that. It was all reality show bullshit. It was all, oh, you must be worried about Tiff in this week's challenge. You know, no, of course I'm not. You know, mm. <laughs> or, or, you know, what are you finding hard? Well, I'm finding these constant pointless interviews hard. We can't <laughs> yeah. use that, Stuart. You know, we. I just <laughs> felt it was this colossally missed opportunity to actually talk about the craft of comedy. Now, of course, I don't make reality telly for a living and probably something that was on the craft of comedy would be very dry and wasn't what they're going for. I'm not saying they were doing their jobs badly, but mm. it wasn't what I was expecting. And I was sort of, I wasn't furious, but I was kind of aggrieved and motivated by that to go, well, look, someone should do this. Excellent. And and the format, is it sort of a case of, it, obviously they're long form conversations, do you do a huge amount of prep going into them or is it a case of just sitting down and seeing where, where the conversation goes? I do do goes? a huge amount of prep going into them and then I, I try and throw it all away and sit and see where the conversation goes. I think you have to do both. Right. I'm constantly trying to streamline my process for everything and make my life more efficient in every regard. Yeah, But you can't streamline spending an hour listening to an hour of someone's work you can't I mean you you could listen to it on double speed i guess if you if it was maths if it was history or something if it was like a solid fact-based subject but you can't even do that mm. so what i find is that i probably over prepare in most cases and then i sit down and don't have any notes in front of me and i try to just have a natural conversation because I've been interviewed a lot of times by people who go, question three, or, you know, you give an answer to something and they go, hmm, and then ask about something totally different. What I like yeah. doing is trying to work out what's important to someone. I love a murder investigation room with red string connecting photos and ideas. And yeah. I, I think everyone's mind is like that. And I love each episode of my show having that feel to me. You wouldn't necessarily know that to, to listen to it, but I want to investigate. Excellent. Yeah, and it is. Well, it's really, yeah, I mean, it's the best ones are really satisfying. And the most satisfying episodes for me happen months afterwards where I bump into the comic again and they go, do you know, I really thought about what we said and actually it's made me realise that X, Y, Z and I, I have a sort of secret internal smile and uh, like Leonard Nimoy at the end of that Simpsons monorail episode, <laughs> but you didn't do anything, <laughs> didn't I? <laughs> and, you know, obviously 300 episodes later or 300 investigations later, how have they affected your stand-up and your approach and there are little tricks I've picked up along the way. 
Um, really, the bigger message for me has always been that every one of us feels like we're invisible. Every one of us feels like we get overlooked for things we deserve. Every one of us feels like we've not really got a system and we're just making it up as we go. Every yeah. one of us thinks, oh God, I'm a fraud and I'm, I'm an imposter. I shouldn't <laughs> yeah. be doing this. I'm going to get found out any day now. And realising that was very freeing and has certainly affected my happiness and the freedom has affected my work. I feel much more free on stage to simply do whatever I want. This is the big learning from the podcast, I think. This is my original piece of learning that I've synthesised from everything. A lot of us at some point, and some of us still, are doing an impression of what we think a comedian is supposed to be and actually learning to be yourself and do what you find funny and do what you're having the confidence to go. I think this is funny, even if this isn't going to make the most money or hit hardest with a mainstream audience. To me, this is magical. Being true to what you think is funny rather than doing an impression of what you think a comic is supposed to be. That's the secret. That's that's the thing at the middle of it all, I think. That's fascinating. A brand new listener, let's say uh, somebody has not heard of the podcast before and they subscribe and they see there are over 300 episodes. Yeah. It, uh, where should they start? Are there any standout episodes that you think would be a good starting point? Or you is start it at episode looking- one and you goddamn do your homework. No, 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 of course. <laughs> and um, listen to everyone. No, I, I think the, the by far the way in which most people get into it is that they scroll through the most recent, mm. however long, however fast their uh, app loads and yeah. a name jumps out and you go, oh, I'll, I'll check them out. And then you go, oh, that was good. And then you look for other names you know and you check them out. And, you know, I've had very famous comics on it. Jimmy Carr, Stuart Lee, Bill Burr, you know, that, people of that ilk, Joe Brand, Sarah Millican, Sarah Pascoe. And what's I mean, it's very pleasing now is there are people I had five years ago who are now absolutely enormous and you can hear them talking about their fears for the future and stuff. And that's very exciting. Um, yeah. So then most people get into that. And then I, I get a lot of emails from people saying, I started picking and choosing. And then I went, oh, I'm just going to go back to episode one. And then I think, oh, please don't, because my introduction to episode one is the most guileless, <laughs> naive thing ever. <laughs> and plans moving forward, just carry on the same. Well, do you know... Yes, absolutely. Carry on. I'm sort. I can't really imagine ever finishing it. It's. It mm. gives me some of the most satisfying moments of my career when people get in touch and talk about how it's helped make a difference to their life. I have a list of getting on yeah. for a hundred comics who started doing comedy because, in some way, the podcast gave them a nudge or helped them realise it was possible or inspired them or motivated them. Um, wow, that's great. Yeah, that, that is. I mean, I'm absolutely destroying the industry from within, <laughs> but there we are. <laughs> and um, I suppose. Now that podcasting is everywhere, and I really have seen it explode, I've been there as it exploded. Like I remember Richard Herring starting his Leicester Square Theatre podcast shortly after mine was out, and thinking, "Oh come on, let me have this!" <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and now that you know, people like um, uh, my good friends Ed Gamble and James Acaster do their of brilliant off-menu podcast, you know, which comes in at number one and stays at number one from episode one, and you sort of think. It was never really about this, really. It was, you know, it was doing a thing in your room and, and it's all homemade and DIY. And now that the yeah. world has, media has got hold of podcasting. And of course, if you're a radio station, you would naturally podcast all of your content because you own it. What's to stop you? Yeah. It's impossible and, for me to get in the top and right 50. now you're on a podcast podcast. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So, I, don't, you know. <laughs> and, you know, I don't mind that at all. I think it'll, you know, quality will out eventually. Mm-hmm. But it's as if everybody has a recording studio in their house and there's a billion TV channels. It's, you know, it, it's crazy. Some There will be a reckoning of some sorts and I hope I survive it. 
But I think the temptation for me is to be sort of carried along in the undertow of that and to desperately focus on getting the biggest guests, the most famous comedians. But actually, I find not only is it it's much harder to get people these days, because, I mean, even five years ago, I remember Ed Byrne, the first thing he said on the podcast was, if I'd known the extent to which having this brilliant, you know, uh, smartphone device in my pocket with all my music on it, if I'd known that the cost of that was having to be on everyone's podcast, <laughs> I'd have turned it down. <laughs> that was years ago. That was five or maybe six years ago. I think the temptation is bigger guests, more, 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 bigger, bigger exposure, all the rest of it. Actually, what I really like now is championing newer people. They're, I mean, not only are they easier to get, but you also yeah. get much more honest. You get things they haven't said a hundred times. And also it gives me the opportunity to give people a platform. And that's very, very satisfying when people say, I had loads of people at my Edinburgh show this year. And I'm pretty sure it's because of that interview we did. You know, comedy can be very selfish and isolating as a career. And the idea that I've kind of struck upon, I've stumbled upon a way to use it in a benevolent way, (laughs) as well as 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 getting on a stage and kind of greedily honking up all the laughs I can create from an audience. You know, there's a benevolent angle to it as well. I really like Mm. Fantastic. Thank you, Stuart, for coming on and talking all about it. You're very welcome. From one Stuart to another, thank you very much. We should also say that um, that Stuart Goldsmith is on tour doing stand-up in January and February. So if you'd like to grab tickets for that, head over to comedianscomedian.com. Yeah, do it. Okay, let's have a quick break and then we'll come back for recommendations. Welcome back. Coming up now with our first recommendation, we've got the wonderful Katie Wilkins from Drunk Women Solving Crime. We're here with Katie from Drunk Women Solving Crime. Hello. Hello. We'd love to hear a podcast that you have been particularly enjoying. I have been loving listening to Girl Chat uh, with Umanea. And um, it's girl chat, girl chat, like it's spelt C-H-A-A-T, because it's like okay. the chat and the bread. Nice. Um, see what she did there? Yeah. And <laughs> um, it's a really, um, her, one of her original um, titles for it was Brown Girl Magic. So um, the idea behind it is to kind of shine more of a light on um, South Asian women and uh, like lots of things that they would possibly be overlooked for, people don't know. Um, so it's just kind of like it's a fun show where she interviews various people um, from different walks of life from that background. But it's genuinely one of the most interesting podcasts I've listened to. So the first episode um, in the series, um, she's just talking to uh, Mariam Hussein about what Christmas is like. Uh, so Mariam is Muslim and Uma is Hindu, and they were just talking about their different experiences growing up in the UK. And it was just so interesting to hear the combination of that background and food with Christmas and what things they kept and what things they didn't keep or were allowed to keep. So like Uma is um, Hindu, so she's vegetarian on a certain day for a certain God. And then other people, so like maybe Monday and then other people in her family might be vegetarian on a Tuesday. So it's really difficult depending on what day Christmas falls on, what meat the family can cook and just all of these really fascinating complications that you wouldn't have necessarily even thought about but it's so interesting to hear and then um another one of my favorite ones well so she interviewed asma mayor from the i'm gonna get that podcast name wrong the mother podcast what's it called mum's net podcast 
ABU, which stands for... Am I being unreasonable? Am I being unreasonable? So she interviewed Asma, who's one of the co-hosts with Lucy Porter on that podcast. Um, but it was quite interesting because she's from Glasgow and Uma's husband is from Edinburgh. So they were sort of fighting about which was better, like Edinburgh or Glasgow, amongst other things. And then there was an episode where she talked to Dr. Fazia Shaheen, who is the MP in, um, I want to say Chiswick. I can't remember. Not Chiswick, not Chiswick. Oh man! There are um, a lot of details, unfortunately, to these ones. Yeah, no. Well, God, I'm so God. But the topic of this episode was class and gender, and so this Dr. Fazia Shaheen uh, is from like quite a poor background and got into Oxford and has become an MP and um, is in kind of a unique um, position to have experienced extreme poverty and extreme luxury and seen how other certain people were living at Oxford and stuff and um, kind of uniquely equipped to see how everybody lives and uniquely placed to kind of see what the problems are and to try and solve them. Mm. I mean, it was a really inspiring episode and made me want to vote for her, but I can't vote for her because I don't live where she is. <laughs> um, but it's, it's a genuinely fascinating and really funny. Lots of it's really funny and just really interesting. Um, there was another one she talked to. A, there's a child that's been made the head of a um, charity and it, I can't remember which what it was off the top of my head, um, but that was really inspiring too. She was on there with her mum and <laughs> talking about like trying to help the world and stuff. So it's just, it's a really interesting look into things that you wouldn't necessarily you're not going to find that on primetime television and it's really interesting to hear these voices yeah excellent and is that is that something that somebody else put you on to or you discovered yourself so uma um has been a guest on our podcast and she was brilliant it was actually a really Mm, fun episode um it was quite a grim murder case but we had we were talking about curses because the person in the murder case thought they'd been cursed and then uma was talking about um evil eye and stuff Mm. in the Hindu religion and it's just it was a really fun episode and she's really good brilliant thank you very much thank you very much Katie Uh, and I think I think we've had Katie and Hannah now uh, doing a recommendation for us I think we've still got Taylor left yeah uh, from the Drunk Women Solving Crime podcast Uh, so uh, yeah Listen out for her on a future episode. Uh, they're always good value. Uh, so look forward to that. What have we got coming up next, Stu? Strap yourselves in. We've only got David L. and Joe Wilkinson from Gossip Mongers. Uh, yes. They, uh, you know, as people will know, usually if we've got multiple guests from a podcast, I'll recommend one podcast each. But as you will hear, when uh, Pip and I asked for a recommendation, these guys weren't really sure what to do. Uh, so we just decided to club them together. Here we go. We'd like you to recommend a podcast each, maybe, that you're oh, a fan of. Yep. So who would like to, to go first? I'd like David to go first. <laughs> uh, well, I the main ones I listen to are Man United-based. Amazing. So if you're not into Manchester United... <laughs> well, football podcasts have been one of the biggest things in podcasts. And it's, oh, really? It's, it's something that we've found from doing pod bible is there's a lot of people... Like, in general, if you listen to, to, to Gossip Mongers, for example, you, you, you may well listen to... Adam Buxton's podcast, and you right. may well listen to Richard I'm Herring. Sure Adam Buxton would be too chuffed. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so many people who listen to football podcasts yeah. and nothing else. Like, yeah. like I'm sort of like that. A little bit like podcasting. that. So are they official Manchester United podcasts or fan base? Fan base. Yeah. 
There's one called Rantcast. <laughs> okay. And I'm falling in love with them. <laughs> wow. <The> presenters. <laughs> and, and what is it about it? Is it, is it the people that very you level headed talk to about football? So rational. About yeah, they are. Them. They're really rational, level headed, bright, <laughs> lovely voices. And I'm really that, into them. They don't take the game too seriously. No, no. <laughs> but they do when they need to. <laughs> is it weekly? It's sort of one every 10 days. Okay. And then, obviously, it's just, what, talking about matches, previewing matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the presenters sort of, it's called Paul. <laughs> Is this boring? Okay, no, no, no. thank you. <laughs> That's excellent. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's sort of talking about leaving and Ooh. not doing it anymore. And... It's a bit of drama. <laughs> if you're out there, Paul. <laughs> Is it, like, the, uh, with football, there's often a thing where, You'll watch match of the day if your team is doing well, and if they're not, you might skip it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that similar with with this podcast? Are you a, a listen every episode, or are you every listen episode. when we're doing good, or when you're doing <laughs> no. bad to hear the, the real negative every episode? <laughs> Imagine if it's called Rankcast, it's probably better when Man U are doing Poorly. badly in a way. Because uh, then they're, they're not going to rant good. when they're winning. Twenty-four seven, <laughs> best podcast ever. Yeah, yeah, it is rant cast. I generally mean that. If you're into Man United, F- full stop's always a great thing in a podcast. Yeah, full stop <laughs> in a conversation. <laughs> it's just great. Full stop. Stop asking me well, questions. On to the next one. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, David. Sorry. So, uh, Joe, would you like uh, to recommend a podcast? Well, uh, mine's mine's, uh, mine's a football one as well. So, I'm desperately trying to think of. Another one, but um, I don't know if this, they're doing any more, so not so worth it. But that that Peter Crouch podcast, oh, right? Yeah. Have you listened to that? Yeah, five I, live podcasts, isn't it? An yeah, I love BBC it because one. it's all it's all behind the scenes stuff about football that we don't we never get to kind of know about. Because mm. yeah. Peter Crouch, obviously, and now he's retired, he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, so we'll just say like, uh, oh, this is this is what um, this person's like, or whatever. But they theme it every week, and they're really funny things. Like some of them is like their houses. Yeah. So they just talk about like what it's like going around, you know, Sturridge's house or something. Yeah. 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 And Do you know who Sturridge is? Yes. <laughs> All right. Do you like football? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, or, I'm like... a Millwall fan. Yeah. So oh, right. 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 yeah. Right. This is fine. Have they got one? Um, no. Right. Or, or they've got a, the Lions radio, but it's kind of, yeah. Right. Anyway. Sorry, Joe. No, no, God, I want to know about Millwall. Um, <laughs> And yeah, so they just think, and then it's really sort of like like the houses are really funny because he's talking about I can't remember what player it was. He was like nineteen. He's got like a, a five million pound mansion in Cheshire, <laughs> and he went round and every room was empty, except <laughs> <laughs> for the bedroom that had a mattress and a lamp. <laughs> and the basement was a fully kitted out games room. Had like table tennis tables <laughs> and like pinball machines <laughs> and everything. But just going in this like nine bedroom house and every single room was empty. I love it. And I, I also love that you've essentially put together your loves of football and gossip. Yeah. It's essentially yeah, true, yeah. football yeah. gossip with Peter that, Crouch. Yeah. yeah. I thought of that. Yeah. Is, 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 is the appeal the kind of. As you said, because football is such a it's such a huge thing, but we l- there's literally control over everything that we see. I mean, mm. social media is changing that a bit, I guess, but it's always here's the camera, here's the moment you're allowed yeah. to hear this mm. person. Yeah, and they're, yeah. they're given media they're training. given media training, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like only don't say we fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. you know, so there's no like they're all sort of robots, aren't they? And then 
is two. Oh, I can't remember the two presenters, but they're brilliant because they sort of wheedle it out of him as well. Because yeah. they've got absolutely nothing to lose. Whereas <laughs> yeah. Crouch has, obviously, you know, like so they're going, "Come on, tell us who it was." Yeah, he's like, "I can't, I can't," but it's it's so good. And I I, did, I hoovered up like two series in like a week. And do you know? I don't know about you. When you finish a podcast, it's heartbreaking, isn't it? Yeah. When you've done the series, yeah, yeah. I'm like bereft. I'm like, oh, what we're going to do now? So mm. I've not filled that hole yet. The Pete Crouch, that Pete Crouch podcast. Well, as right. we record this, our cover stars on the Pod Bible is the uh, the, 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 f- the football ramble lad. So we'll, we'll oh yeah, we'll I've give you a copy that. on the way out, and oh, you can wonderful. have a look at the yeah, uh, yeah. the potential ramble. other f- football choices. Okay, I feel like I'm cheating, there. but I will I will try it. <laughs> yeah. They're doing big things. It's, it probably started off similar to Rantcast, just like a little fan thing that they did in their kitchen, and now they they played at Hammersmith Apollo the other day. Or... I haven't heard this one. Yeah. I, I think I heard about it. It's meant to be really funny, yeah. isn't it? It's really good, and they've gone daily now. I mean, daily? we're now getting onto daily. Our, own, our own recommendations here. But yeah. just, I mean, Peter Crouch, it feels like he was kind of, because for a long time all the football podcasts seemed to be more fans, the, mm. the voices of fans, and Peter Crouch seemed to... Mm. get that excitement because he seemed to be one of the first to go oh no I'm going to do one yeah. I'm, I'm going to be the fan and he is funny he's isn't he? funny yeah. like he's he's a proper lad you know what I mean he's like yeah. he, he, I mean this is a comedy you've no idea he used to be a professional footballer the yeah, way he talks yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean he's just like oh you know it's a bit of a laugh wasn't it yeah. and you're like oh it's great he yeah. takes a mick out of himself doesn't yeah, he as yeah. well yeah he's great so but I've got a feeling I've got a horrible feeling because he's got loads of other opportunities through the podcast. I mm. think. Yeah, that's the end. I think that's the end. Yeah, but I'm really come over to Rankcast, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, maybe. Is, is that your goal uh, with Gossip Mongers to get other opportunities? Yeah, to move, move to move on behind, as quickly as possible. It's a stepping stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and we're quite clear pod. about that. This is a short-term yeah. thing. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, is there a specific episode? That you recommend? I guess you said you binged no. all of it, so all I guess of it, like, start at the beginning. It's really exciting. Like the more the more mundane ones are the funniest, I think. But it's just every, like one of them is like travelling to the games, and I was like, okay, whatever. What the hell is that going to be about? Then you find out they've got like sh- you know the coaches yeah. on the coach, the buses. They have mm. a chef <laughs> wow, on the coach. That's amazing. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and uh, all things like that. So the more mundane where you think, oh, what's going to be, that's going to be that about, you know, what's, what's what they're going to talk about and that. And it's always mind-blowing, the stuff that you, you just don't know goes on in professional football. Oh, oh, what fascinates me there is at what point of the chef's career is that? <laughs> Very much <laughs> a stepping stone. But he's preparing for, for, for Premier League footballers, but he is cooking on a bus. On a bus. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's kind True, of such yeah. a weird middle ground. Yeah, yeah, is there yeah. a low-level restaurant, then cooking for footballers on a bus, yeah. then your I, own... I reckon when he tells them he, he cooks for prof- professional footballers, he yeah. leaves out the bus. <laughs> he bit. doesn't mention yeah. the yeah, bus. Yeah. I, is, is it just relevant where I cook it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. thank you very much your time thanks thank you very much to David and Joe uh, has that inspired you Stu are you going to start listening to football podcasts um, well I'm not a big fan of football but I'm a big fan of, uh, of, of David and Joe uh, I like Atletico Mints there you go. There yeah. you go. That's, that's loosely football themed occasionally. That's it. I'm going I'm to make my way in. That's going to be my entry point. Good stuff. Okay, cool. Well, that is it for this week's episode, episode 17 of the Pod Bible podcast. Social thank you very much for listening. You was going to just finish. You weren't even going to say thank you. <laughs> what are we talking about now? <laughs> thank you ever so much for supporting the Pod Bible podcast. You can find out all about what we do because we put lots of extra content up for you to get involved with on our social medias and we're, uh, we're on at Pod Bible. 
Yeah, that's right. And we've got a website, which is podbiblemag.com, where you can read the magazine, you can order back issues, and we've got a blog on there as well with extra articles and all sorts of good stuff. Absolutely. We want to know what you make of this podcast. We want to know exactly what you you make of the world of podcasting. Just chat to us. We're uh, we're all right. We're pretty approachable. Not not so much Pip. He's a real big deal, but um, but yeah. we'll have an hour with you. Not approachable at all, but we're desperate for, for friends and conversation, <laughs> so please... Drop us a line at info at podbiblemag.com. And it's time for the crescendo endo. Oh, yeah, so there's pressure on me this week. Yeah, yeah. I told you last week, you've got to do this one on your own and deliver it properly. Yeah, I spent the week in a, in, in a retreat uh, <laughs> in, in the West Country just by myself, just practicing. I did a lot of uh, meditation. Yeah. We're going out to the top of mountains, just screaming audible at the top of my voice. So I think I've got this. Okay. I've got this nailed. Okay. Platform. The Pod Bible Podcast is delighted to be brought to you by Audible. Uh, that was quite a unique delivery. Yeah, probably yeah. wouldn't say it was one of your better ones. Yeah. But um, hope you had time in your West Country retreat. Sorry, that's all right. Sorry, Audible. Better luck next time. We'll see you next week. Thanks ever so much for listening. Bye.